Hello and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. This is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Vogie. And we're here with another generic opening. We Somebody needs to help us. <laughs> somebody needs to write us in or something and let us know like a really great way we can open these episodes. Maybe we just have a pre-recorded one that comes out every episode regardless <laughs> like a full house wake up dun, 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 you know like danny yes. tanner's show maybe that's what we need and then maybe. we just start talking right away maybe maybe that would work for us or maybe everyone really looks forward <laughs> to how generically we're going to open every fucking episode that's true <laughs> i feel like i've been pretty generic the last couple of times so or they're like man i hope they sing this episode obviously <laughs> That's what y'all are here for. So the last time I checked the poll for the boob nose or ball chin, it was like 50-50. It was really close, but I hate to say it, the boob nose won. Oh, see? By like probably one vote, honestly. It was really close though. Y'all are sleeping on the beard to hide your nuts on your chin. No, you can do a little bit more with the tit nose. (laughs) (laughs) Just have a really long tongue. I'm like... Lick the nipple. I love everyone that participates in these polls, though. Mm -hmm. Like that everyone else had to seriously consider whether they wanted a ball chin or a boob nose. So thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for playing along (laughs) with our stupid games. Well, I found one of the pettiest stories I've heard in quite some time. A petty story? Yes. (gasps) (laughs) This excites me. You know that we love ourselves a good petty story. So apparently this started as a dispute over land, like where the property line was. So one of the guys decided to make a pile of poop, like a poop wall. Like from his own poop? <laughs> no, it was a farmer. So oh, it was like... I was like, man, this guy was going to town. He's like, give me all the bean burritos. <laughs> I believe it was strictly cow manure. So he also has tenants that live in the house and they're forced to deal with the smelling, yeah, cow poop wall every day. They said (sighs) it's like you can't leave the window open. The whole upstairs smells like it. So that was his petty way of dealing with the property dispute of the property line was building a poop wall of cow shit. And that's a strong smell. I mean, even if you're not right by manure and you're driving in your car with the windows up. It smells so bad. You can smell it. When asked about the poop wall, the neighbor who built it said, it's not a poop wall it's a compost fence (laughs) (laughs) the semantics of it and while the poop is a disgusting nuisance local officials said nothing can be done about it because it's on the neighbor's property so that was his petty way of getting back so where do you think this happened well the way you're saying it makes me think in wisconsin no where was it michigan oh I thought you were going to guess Florida. No, I was just thinking farmland. I just think Wisconsin. Michigan and Lodi Township, Michigan, which I'm not actually sure where that is. And I should. I'm a Michigander. But man, I thought that was a real fun, petty story. I always like a good petty story because I'm always like, if I was in the situation, what would I do? And I always get outsmarted. I would never think to make a poop Poop wall. wall. I would have to say, though, I would be mad if I lived in a house by that, too, because God, yeah, the smell is so bad. I've lived next to people who they don't clean up their dog poop in their backyard. And, you and know, it smells. 
I Man, you know what? That, it also bothers me, too, when people are walking their dog and they don't pick up their dog mm-hmm. shit. And I live in the country, so it's like whatever. But still, I have a dog, so dogs will sniff my yard when people are walking them and they tend to, you know, pee or poop. Sure. I mean, even if it's in the front of my yard, pick it up, you know? I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but me and Maddie saw one of our neighbors walking his dog and the dog pooped in our yard. And he left. Without picking it up. Without picking it up. And so I was reading on the front couch, thinking maybe he forgot a bag. So, like, I waited. You know, I was, like, reading. Never came back. So that night, we picked up as much poop as we could find, and Maddie threw it on the front lawn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Like, this is your dog's shit. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. And if you need to ask me for a bag, I'll give you one. Right. What do you think we keep all those plastic grocery bags for? <laughs> exactly. For dog shit. Everybody has one of those drawers of plastic bags, right? <laughs> we totally do in our kitchen that's full of them because you can use them for anything to reuse them, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just throwing them away. And I know y'all are laughing at my bag. I know it's bag. Bag. But we say, I say bag. We say bags up here in the, the I mean, Wisconsin. I say bag. Well, you're not. You're, you're a, <laughs> what do you call not a transfer. You're a... Transplant. Transplant. Yeah, I'm a Mishaflora, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a better uh, mingle of words for that. Yeah. Flow. Flow me we. Flow. Flow. Forget Flo-sha it. win. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> flow me sin. I'll, I'll figure something out. Flow mission. Flow mission. Sin. Whatever. <laughs> we ain't going to solve this one right now. But I have a really good story for you to send in from a listener. Ooh. This is from Cheryl. She said, newer listeners started from the beginning. I'm currently listening to the episode where you are talking about the Mothman. Oh, we it- love the Mothman. <laughs> it is an August 2020 episode of Mixed Bag of Nuts. Being from West Virginia, the Mothman is something most everyone knows about. There is a statue, a museum, and even a festival. Richard Gere was in a movie about it as well, The Mothman Prophecies. I remember that. I remember hearing it. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I'm like, I, I mean, this you is know, a thing. I don't remember what the movie was about. Was there an actual Mothman in it? There must have been. Well, she sent me a picture of the statue. Oh, my gosh. And I'm sorry, where is this? West Virginia. Wow. That's quite a statue. It's serious. It's it's very big. serious. Mm-hmm. And they have a festival? Yep. I mean, see, it's not we are not alone in all of this. Why do they love the Mothman so much? Because that's where I think it originated from. I will read you the plaque that's on this statue. It says, Legend of the Mothman. On a chilly fall night in November 1966, two young couples drove into the TNT area north of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, when they realized they were not alone. What they saw that night has evolved into one of the great mysteries of all time. Hence, the Mothman legacy began. It has grown into a phenomenon known all over the world by millions of curious people asking questions. What really happened? What did these people see? Has it been seen since? It still sparks the world's curiosity, the mystery behind Point Pleasant, West Virginia's Mothman. I said to Cheryl, I'm like, do you have any crazy stories or legends? And it made me obsessed even more with Mothman that, <laughs> you know. Maybe we need to do a whole Mothman episode. <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot covering this guy. 
So she sent me the inscription on the statue and she said, I personally have no stories, but the original follows that inscription and continues. It is said that on November 12th, 1966, the Mothman was the cause of the bridge collapse between Point Pleasant, West Virginia and Galapagos, Ohio, where 46 people died. Oh my gosh. I thought the Mothman was a good guy. I thought he was just delivering packages and his package. Yeah. She said the TNT area, as it's referred to locally, is an old storage facility for explosives used during a war. I want to say the Civil War, but I'm not quite sure. The first sighting at the TNT facility happened in November. The actual bridge collapse happened December 15th. John Keel wrote a book about it, stating residents had visions of the collapse before it happened. UFO sightings were reported along with what is referred to as the men in black. Ooh. Here come the men, men in black. <laughs> <laughs> like the hand clap you did over your head. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that there's actually this statue and this. Yeah. But if they thought he was responsible for this bridge collapse and all these people dying, why did they build a statue? (laughs) That's like a bad thing, right? Uh, Yes, that's a bad thing. A bunch of people died. But he gave him all that Mothman D. So I guess they were like, they like bow to him, praise him. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? When I envision Mothman, yeah, it's, it's erotic, not something bad right i mean maybe that's because i have that mothman erotica book and we haven't seen the mothman prophecies maybe we'd be linked in a little bit more yeah i feel like we should get to know more about this (laughs) you know what somebody brought up to me the other day too which i thought would be something really interesting to talk about the phenomenon where people wake up with an accent like a british accent i've never heard this before or people that wake up and and can suddenly speak full German and have a German accent as well, too. Like they woke up from a coma or a transplant or this no, is just... No, just like woke up and wow. all of a sudden t- started talking with a British accent. Oh, I would love that. Yes. That is a fantasy of mine. A spot of tea. You're more cockney. Well... <laughs> And I have heard of that, but I really haven't researched much into it at all. So I'm kind of intrigued if anyone has any fun stories. Why can't this happen to me? (laughs) I I really, I think I was British in a past life. I'm obsessed with the culture. I read British history books. I just... Did you ever watch The Queen's Gambit? I sure did. That was a good one. It was fantastic. What about The Crown? Did you watch that? I did not. I tried getting into it, but I couldn't quite get into it. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of those shows I don't actually care for. I'd rather read the books. Was there books on that too? I just mean like I'd rather read like fiction books on it that's based on, you know, historical fiction. Well, I'm going to have to do some more research into this, waking up with an accent. Do you remember the girl who couldn't stop hiccuping? Mm-mm. Yeah, she woke up one day, apparently, and just hiccuped for, like, years. Years? That would yeah. be annoying. And I think she ended up later in life, like, being involved in some serious criminal activity. Like, what? potentially a murder. <gasps> what? Yeah. The hiccup queen? I'm, I'm going to have to look into it, but yeah. Okay, well, for sure you'll have to touch base on that. Uh, next week, uh, I'm going to have more info about waking up with accents <laughs> and what happened to the hiccup girl. I'm just assuming hiccuping drove her crazy, so. Well, I believe she was like one on one of those talk shows too, like, I don't know if it was Dr. Phil or oh, something God. like that, where she was just hiccuping away. I can't believe people watch Dr. Phil. 
my oldest daughter watches it and I watch it. I'm like, I don't know how you can watch it. I this. just feel like it's so fake. Yes. And he's not even a real doctor, right? No, I don't think so. Maybe <sighs> because they call him Dr. Phil. I have no idea. <laughs> Is he a like, psychiatrist or therapist maybe? <gasps> I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Okay, so one more thing I want to talk about, which I was told recently too that I'd never heard of. So I wanted to see if you've heard of it. Apparently it was some internet phenomenon. Lemon party? Nope. See, I had never heard of this either. And so they were like, oh, Google it. So I Googled it and it is among the oldest and most famous shock sites on the internet. Yeah, which, I, how have we not heard of this? Okay, I was thinking like people brought lemons to a party so this, I was way off. The image shows three old men engaging in sexual activity. <laughs> the reason the site has attracted such attention is the site covers several topics that people find difficult, such as elderly, sexuality, homosexuality, and group sex. But there's the photo for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Ew. It's basically a threesome. Yeah. Well, there's a <laughs> mascot. Oh, because there's a commercial that they did, too. So that's the one you see below that where they did a commercial with like a big lemon mascot, but it was based off of this thing. So one older gentleman is sucking an old, another mm-hmm. older gentleman's dick. And then there's another. Then there's a guy kissing the same older man, man that's getting his dick sucked. And I believe if you zoom in, it looks like <laughs> the other guy is getting his dick like fondled. <laughs> It's funny seeing, like, the white hair and the big bald spot. I don't know. I guess I've never watched, like, I mean, geriatric porn. I have to say, though, for as old as these men look, like, I mean, their dicks don't look old. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> I like that that's what you look at. I'm looking at their hair. No, like, look, that that it doesn't look like a... I mean, I guess I don't know what I expect a 70-year-old dick to look like. <laughs> you know but to me it it just once that blood gets in there it just looks normal yeah because you know the rest of your body ages as you get older right so i don't know i guess for me i was envisioning envisioning a 70 year old cock to look different than this (laughs) it looks too normal for gina yeah like i'm actually really surprised i'm like damn i hope when my husband is 70 his dick still looks like this it looks normal. Looks yeah, like a pretty normal. Erection. I mean, I would be, I'd be sucking his dick still then too. You know, <laughs> and dust comes out. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm, I have to say, I'm impressed with the seven-year-old dick here. Gina has just been given new hope. I have, you know, I really, really have. <laughs> so, so, Lemon Party is the name of the website. I, you know, I had to do a lot of Googling. I couldn't get like an exact website. Maybe it's, it's been probably taken on the dark down. web. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe FBI is going to show up here soon. <laughs> I know. I was like, with all of our Google history, have we never heard of Lemon Party? But the commercial was ridiculous. If I can find the commercial, I'm just going to fucking show it to you. Okay. So where did this commercial air? It's not like, you know. Just on the internet. You're watching Saturday Night Live and then all of a sudden this lemon party commercial pops up on your screen. This guy in a mascot of a lemon. Basically. 
Hmm. Lemon Party refers to an early 2000s shock website featuring images of three elderly men having sex. So I think that was just it. Was Oh, okay. So it's not something that's continuing. It was just in 2000. Yeah. That's funny how in 2000 that was shocking. Because now to me, it's like, guys are just getting their rocks off. That's pretty normal. I mean, when I think of something shocking on the internet, it's not. Oh, oh here you go. He's like the grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate. (laughs) The lemon was like Kool-Aid man. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, they're taking their clothes off. (laughs) Oh, he kicked his wife out. He put his walker in front of the door. He just threw his denture into the lemonade, which looks like pee. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> there was a lot of naked old men. <clears throat> I, yeah, there really is. And the lemon Kool-Aid man. My favorite part was when he took his dentures out and threw it in the the lemonade. But it's pee, I'm sure. <laughs> but the <laughs> the lemonade man. Oh yeah. Oh no. I don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah. It just it was very interesting. You know what though? At least they're still having fun, right? At that age. I mean, he kicked his wife out. He locked her out with his walker. Yeah. He- <laughs> He was like, you can't come to the lemon party. (laughs) Men only. (laughs) And the lemonade Kool-Aid man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So who told you about this? Someone at work. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, honestly. And I was like, what? I've never heard of this. And they were like, Google it. So I did, of course. And then I found, you know, the seven-year-old dick being sucked and then this weird commercial type video. <laughs> I just like one day they just wake up and they're like, I know what the perfect name for a man on man on man on man orgy is. A lemon, lemon party. party. I need to know more. Like why a lemon party? I have no idea. And why this big weird Kool-Aid man lemon mascot? <laughs> I need more information. I have so many questions. <laughs> questions we may never know the answer to. So, but you know what? If I heard about it, y'all have to hear about it too. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Urban Dictionary says, oh, this is interesting. An old man gay orgy that is good at inducing vomiting. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad there was no vomiting. Yeah, I just think it people didn't want to watch it oh for the people watching it okay that went right over my head i just want to know why that's that's why why it's called that it is maybe one of those things we'll never know the answer to the world may never know lemon party (laughs) (laughs) it's catchy (laughs) oh it says closely related to the infamous tub girl site 
I see. Don't know what the Tub Girl site is either. So, all right. Well, let's find this out. We are going. We are currently going down a black hole for everyone. Usually, we go down. Oh black holes. no! <laughs> I mean, the picture that just pops up. Tub Girl is a famous internet shock site <gasps> that first appeared oh, in 2001. No. Shows a Japanese woman exploding orange enema liquid from her anus, which lands on her face. Oh no. <sighs> That I mean, is disgusting. Sometimes I'm disgusted what the internet is capable of bringing me to. Like you start going down the rabbit hole and then it's like too far. Oh no. That I'd rather look at Lemon Party yep. than that. I will agree with you. Okay. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> Someone said, if someone you don't like keeps showing up in your mentions, just tweet them hashtag tub girl until they eventually Google it and go blind. Yes. <laughs> so gross. Why, though, as a fountain of orange liquid gushed from her anus and falls on her face, and she is bent over, like, with her butt above her head, her feet, like, yeah. above her head. This is disgusting. Well... If you're out there and you're interested in these things, I would recommend uh, uh, looking up Lemon Party over Tub Girl, uh, 10 out of 10. Or you don't need to see either of them. I mean, at least the commercial was funny. Right. Yeah, there's nothing funny about this image. I am actually disturbed by this. (laughs) Tub Girl can just go back wherever she came from, never to resurface again. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I didn't hear about it in 2001, I probably didn't need to hear about it today. But here's here, something you're here gonna, we are. Yeah, but yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> here's something you're going to really enjoy hearing about. It is a glass vibrator urn. What? Have your loved one's ashes preserved in this glass vibrator and keep the intimacy alive even when your former spouse is not. Oh, no. This unique sex toy allows you to pack up to 21 grams of the dearly departed inside of it so you can enjoy their company every night. I draw the line here. This This is not okay to me. No, I, I fucking draw the line here, too. And this is a very fancy box that they have it in. It looks... No. I just feel like if you need to do this, I would recommend some counseling. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no, I mean, no, there's no way that I'm doing, and you know what? I'm open to a lot of shit. I think (laughs) everybody knows that about me by now. (laughs) Right. If my husband dies before me, I am not putting his ashes in a dildo and fucking myself with it. That is, there's, there's a line Right. You have way overstepped yeah. that line yeah. when you're doing something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand. <laughs> and we're going to have men write in and be like, that's awesome. When I die, I want that to happen to me. <laughs> I can understand you're grieving and you're sad and you want to like feel uh, that person, uh, like a, a part of them is with you still, but not like that. No, not to me. Ugh. That it, it's gross to me. We just have we're full of gross, disgusting stories today. Just by chance, man. I hope I hope y'all are ready for this. <laughs> People are tuning out. They're like, we can't handle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're tapping and saying, "Uncle, uncle, no more." <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I will change gears here then to something. Well, actually, this is fucking disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Bring it on. So one of our listeners, Samantha, messaged us asking if we had heard about a documentary called Tickled, which I had not. Mm-mm, me either. So apparently there is this underground world of competitive tickling. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about it, but it was um, an HBO documentary by David Ferrier and Dylan Reeve. It's a fascinating, uncomfortable um, documentary called Tickled. Apparently, they're coming out with another one called The Tickle King, which includes 20 (laughs) minutes of never-before-seen footage. But Tickled chronicles Ferrier's bizarre interactions with the world of competitive endurance tickling, a sport he discovered online and one that features young men who are paid to be tied up and tickled for a series of increasingly strange videos. But it's not the existence of the videos or the sport that dri- that drove Tickled. It's Ferrier's wholly unexpected interactions with the people who are behind the phenomenon. Um, he's a well-known pop culture reporter in New Zealand. So he reached out to write a story about the videos and he was met with extreme resistance and like personal insults. And then there's an investigation into this tickling world, complete with a series of legal threats, bizarre interactions that continued well into the film festivals and theatrical run. So they're tied up and they're being tickled until when? I don't know. I want to watch this documentary. You have a lot of homework to do in the next week. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> no, no, not we. You. Me. <laughs> I, I got a list. <laughs> but I mean... I, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't want it be, to be like tied up and tickled because no. I feel like once you've had enough, you've had enough. But apparently like him digging into this, it, like upset people mm-hmm. from what I gather. Mm. So I don't know. Thanks, Samantha. That's something I can binge, you know, when I'm bored over the weekend. So I'm going to check it out, especially before the Tickle King comes out. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. I have to say I wouldn't like that, though, either. I would not like to be tied up and held down and like restrained and be tickled. Mm-mm. It would make me extremely agitated. I would probably pee all over myself. Yeah. And I, I'm not even a very ticklish person. I just wouldn't like it. It would make me agitated. One of our listeners sent in this story submissions, and they're kind of all over the place. I was going to wait for a mixed bag of nuts, but I I thought these were pretty funny, so I wanted to share them. Are you cool with that? Oh, I'm totally cool with that. I feel like that's how our episodes always go anyway. <laughs> it's true. It's fine. So this is from Vanessa, and it just says story submissions. Hi, Gina and Melinda. Fellow blonde here. I've been a huge fan of the show for a little over a year now, and I finally mustered up the courage to write in some of my cringeworthy stories for y'all to share. Yes. Enjoy. LOL. Story number one. Hot tub. Wish I had a time machine is what she titled it. (laughs) I love the title already. I can't wait. I was about 12 years old. A couple months prior to this incident, I had gotten my first period. I was very intimidated by tampons at the time, so I was only using pads. Fast forward a few months, I'm on vacation with my family when I get my period. I was pretty bummed because since I didn't use tampons, that meant I couldn't go swimming. A couple days go by, I'm outside relaxing when I decide to take a dip in the resort's hot tub. There was one other woman in the hot tub. I hop in and everything's good. A couple minutes go by when the woman in the hot tub gives me a dirty look and quickly gets out. I think to myself, sweet, hot tub to myself. Life is good. That is until I see the fucking pad that I forgot was in my bikini bottoms floating around in the water. (laughs) No. I had never felt so embarrassed like that in my life. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) 
I'm just picturing like one of those big oversized pads too that when you're 12 years old, you think you need to be wearing. Yes. (laughs) And you really don't (laughs) or probably don't. Right. My nephew just told me they went to a water park on a field trip and they were in the wave pool and there was a tampon floating around. And I'm like, (laughs) first of all, Somebody either did that purposely or whose gaping vagina can't even keep a, a tampon, tampon in. in? Like, those things expand. It's Yeah. <laughs> and if it's a dirty, bloody tampon, yeah, that's so gross, you know. It's... Go to the bathroom it's and un- take it out. It's unnecessary. That should never happen. No. It- I have to say, though, I was at the Dells recently, not too long ago, and um, we stayed at the Wilderness Resort, and there's, like, this big area with a big wave pool mm-hmm. and, like, slides and stuff. Nobody was in the pool. I was like, what is going on? I'm Uh-oh. like, what's happening? Uh-huh. And someone was like, oh, somebody pooped in the pool. You're like, what? So they have to close the whole <laughs> thing down for, like, a, I think it was, like, an hour. <laughs> They had probably had to rechlorinate, get the poop out. I mean, I understand if, like, it's a little kid. I think but... it was, but Jeez. still. <laughs> There's a log floating in the wave pool. Oh, yeah. Like, that's so gross. I was like, okay, well, I have not been in the wave pool yet, and I can guarantee I'm not going in there right, now. Right, right. Get a fucking turd swimming by me. <laughs> Come up for air, and a turd just <laughs> plops in your mouth. <laughs> Story number two. The title of this is Normal Dicked Brother. <laughs> oh, man. I love her titles. I know. I was listening to an old episode where you were talking about different dick shapes, and it sparked a memory that I hope to never remember. LOL. <laughs> when I was in high school, I had this friend who very clearly always had a huge thing for me. He was not my type, but I liked the attention he gave me. So after a while, I kind of just said, fuck it. I was at his house. We started hooking up, and he takes his dick out. I forget the name you guys had for this type of dick, but it was the kind that's super thick at the base but gets super skinny at the tip. Oh, it's like a bomb pop. (laughs) Ew, and those just aren't pretty at all. No, they're just look. Sorry to you, any listener, if you're male, you have this. I'm sorry. It's just not my personal preference. She said it was fucking revolting. (laughs) I took one look at that thing and immediately shut that shit down. I got up, called my friend to pick me up and left. In retrospect, I felt really bad for handling it that way because it was clear that his confidence was all messed up after. But I was young and wasn't trying to suckle on that ugly little thing. (laughs) She used suckle. I love it. Yes. It probably didn't help that I started hooking up with his older, normal-dicked brother shortly after. Oh, well. Hope you had a good laugh. There's plenty more where that came from. Ha ha. Keep up the hilarious work, Vanessa. Damn. And his brother had a nice dick. Oh, no. Oh, it just makes it even worse for that poor guy. Oh, man. Especially if he knew his brother had like a normal, nice looking dick. (laughs) Oh, no. Of course he knew he had the normal dick. Oh, man. (laughs) That sucks. You get the fucked up dick. Your brother has a nice one. Fucked up dick. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for sending those in. They were a good laugh. Uh, yeah, I, I I love her titles to these things. It's You could write titles for our episodes it, for us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or maybe she knows a good intro for us. Mm. Mm, Vanessa, here's your calling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, today's episode is about fights. Whether it's a fight you got in or most of mine that I have are actually like younger fights, which I love the innocence of that Mm -hmm. Um, because obviously I don't want anybody to get hurt, but fights happen, right? Got to say that because somebody out there would be like, they're 
encouraging fighting. I mean, we are. We want y'all to beat each other up. <laughs> no. All the overly sensitive people out there. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be listening to us if you're overly sensitive. All right, so I'm going to start with my first one. Being the 13-year-old dick that I was, I deleted my <laughs> brother's save file on Simpsons Hit and Run after he had completed all the missions and obtained every oh, car no. and achievement. Oh, no. I when I was younger, I loved video gaming and I know when you work that hard, especially back then, a lot of times mm-hmm. you couldn't even save it. Save like yeah. while you're in the middle of your adventure or whatever. So oh my god, I would have been pissed too. Yeah. He never really cared for video games and this was the only one he ever loved. I still don't know why I deleted it. I think you're just, a dick. You yeah, said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think just to see if that kind of evil was capable in this world. Turns out it is. He was my younger brother and I could have fended him off easily, but I let him beat the shit out of me with the PlayStation (laughs) 2 controllers. (laughs) He was blind with rage. (laughs) Oh, no. And tears and used those knobby dual shocks to pummel me with bruises. <laughs> By the end, he was crying and I was crying. And I honestly don't know why I even delete the file. Just hormones and sinister energy, I guess. To this day, it's the most evil act I've done. <laughs> well, that's pretty good if that's the worst you've done. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think I would have whooped your butt too if you did that shit to me. I yeah. just, oh man, I remember Tomb Raider was my ish on PlayStation 2 and you worked so hard to get to certain checkpoints mm-hmm. and oh. Mine was Mario. Anything Mario Brothers I always played. But mm-hmm. you could usually save all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about Mario Brothers is there was always like those secret moves and things like that that you could do where like you went up on the top of things and got like extra mm-hmm. power ups and stuff. Or you get the blue Yoshi. That was my favorite. Oh, I loved Yoshi. Because he'd get the wings and he could fly. Mm -hmm. All right, this story comes from Merrick. Hey, ladies, glad to see you're back. Good thoughts to Melinda and her family. I have a fight story for you. When I was 20, I spent a little over a year living at my parents' house. One night, I had my girlfriend at the time over. After being intimate, she went to the bathroom. I had fallen asleep pretty quickly. I was awoken to my father yelling in my face, What is that bitch crying about? He proceeded to try to pull me out of my bed before I could put any of the pieces of what was going on together. We both had swung on each other. I may have had the advantage because I was naked. (laughs) It ended with my bruising a couple of his ribs and his jaw and him busting my nose. Never returned to my parents' house but to grab my things. Apparently, my girlfriend was crying in the bathroom because she had gotten a text about her father being rushed to the hospital. Currently, my father and I have not spoken in nine years after he had decided not to come to my wedding because my parents had divorced the year before, and he said he could not conduct himself properly around my mother and sister. However, I hear from other family members of how he is still going to sue me for fighting him all those years ago. Glad you're back. Thanks for the laughs. That sucks. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but your dad seems like a real piece of shit. Yeah, no kidding. Like, you know, your family, especially your parents, I mean, yeah, you're going to argue about things. You're not going to get along about everything. But at the end of the day, that's your dad. Like, he should, yeah, grow the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he was drunk or something. I mean, who gets mad over a girl crying Crying? in the bathroom? Yeah, and there was a legitimate reason for her to be crying, too. Like, and then he can't even come to your wedding. 
Yeah. Because he can't be around the ex-wife. Come on. He sounds like a real piece yeah, of work. Yeah, he does. I'm so sorry that that's what you have to deal with. He does sound like a real piece of work. So my mom used to have parental controls on the TV, and I found out the passcode, and I was watching Criminal Minds. <laughs> my brother wanted to watch with me, but I said no, because he always badmouths whatever you watch. So I locked him out of the family room while he took a picture of me having the TV unlocked and Ooh. said that if I didn't let him watch with me, he'd tell my mom. So we started brawling, and I got him in a headlock and started choking <laughs> him, and then he passed out, so I freaked out. Damn. Went back to the family room without getting the camera back my mom came home and my brother got punished for harassing me and got sent to his room oh i only got in trouble for scratching him up and my mom didn't believe that i choked him and said that he wouldn't have started it so i won sounds like we know who the favorite child is Uh Uh. here's one about mario kart oh man mario kart can start some fights oh yeah it can be very frustrating I beat another kid at camp at Mario Kart on N64 when I was 12. He got so angry, he punched me out of a chair. He's a pastor now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love love the younger ones. I don't know why, Mm because it's just you're young. It's more innocent. It's more innocent, yeah. I was in the fourth grade, and I guess I wasn't that physical, or the fight wasn't that physical, but me and this other girl were trying to throw each other down a hill that the other students were using for sledding. (laughs) We were both about the same size, so we didn't knock each other over. After the physical fighting didn't work, I told her that her mom was ugly and fat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Your mama. She cried. Nine-year-old me was really rolling with the insult. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama's ugly and fat. Third grade, I dressed my dog in a t-shirt for reasons unknown to this day and took him for a walk. (laughs) A kid told me his dog could beat up my dog. I punched him in the stomach. The dog and I ran all the way home. See, I love these innocent ones. Oh, man. It's funny. I mean, my sister and I fought when we were kids, like, all the time. She's one of my best friends now. But, yeah, well, as a kid, we would brawl. Did I ever tell you about the time she bit my nose? Mm-mm. Yeah. She had me, like, pinned down, and I guess she was so angry at me. That was the only thing she could do was, like, bite my nose. She <laughs> bought my nose. She bit my nose where it bled. <laughs> Jill, I'm calling you out. I still have images of her mouth coming at me. And How old were you? Oh, man. We had to have been like 11 and 12 or something like that. <laughs> you know, or maybe 10, 11. What would you do to her, Gina? I didn't do anything, probably. Mm-hmm. I was innocent all the time. It's funny because I'm five years younger than my sister. And obviously, you know, she could beat me up anytime she wanted to. She's so much older than me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the argument was about or anything, but I bit her on her shoulder. Well, my sister told her daughter, and my niece still brings it up to me, you bit my mom on the shoulder. I was like, yeah, well, she deserved it. I hope my kids pe- keep bringing it up to her. <laughs> but man, we like, we would go for blood. We really would when we would fight. Wait, me and my sister really weren't. We didn't fight very much. 
We fought over clothes. Yeah, you guys were like too close in age, I think. We're 22 months apart, mm-hmm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. We are very close in age. I was 19 years old and went to a concert with some friends. It was an all-ages show, which was my first mistake. This large girl in front of me kept picking on this girl who couldn't have been older than maybe 14 or 15. I told her to knock her shit off and calm down. She replied with something unintelligible. When I went back to turn around to my friends, she grabbed me by the ponytail as hard as she could and tried to take a swing at me. <laughs> Man, pulling hair. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you, those are some, you can't be pulling some girl's hair out. Don't mess with no, the hair. No, you do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. I dodged, then proceeded to pull at her hair and dug my fingernails into her face. Yes. Once she had had enough, she grabbed a folding chair and right after I made a come hither motion and told her to bring it on, <laughs> security hauled her ass out. <laughs> I guess they thought I was too young at that time, too, because I'm only five foot one. Dang. So they probably thought she was younger, too, and mm-hmm. this girl's trying to fucking throw a chair at her. I was at a club with a couple guys and some other guys fought us on the corner. One guy with me was a six foot eight inch MMA pro who had just gotten out of prison. My guy threw a punch. I dipped it and choked him out, made it hurt, and he shit himself. They loaded him into the police car and I hear this wail from the cop. The poor bastard ruined the whole back seat. His girlfriend asked me for a ride. The end. Uh, I didn't get into a lot of fights in school. I got into one fight during a basketball game because it was one of our like crosstown rivals and this girl and I played the same position and we oh and she was real fucking elbowy. <laughs> like she would always be throwing bows and it fucking pissed me off enough and one yeah. one one day we just fucking went at it. And my dad was at like in the stands watching the game. He was so mad at me. Told me, can't be doing things like that. You're not a lady. And I'm like, but she was fucking elbowing right. me. You like, gotta defend yourself. Yeah, at you some gotta point. defend yourself. Man. And then I did get into a fight. Like probably the worst fight I've ever been in was when I was in my 20s. And the fight I got into was like right across the street from a police station in Florida. So probably not a good idea. (laughs) No. No. But we were at this bar. Me and one of my other friends got into it with these two girls. I can't even remember. I think it was over a guy. For sure something stupid like that. But I ripped her big hoop earrings out of one of her ear and that like blood was everywhere that's always a fear of mine yeah you you can't wear hoop earrings during a fight and then it was like over after that after her earring got ripped out (laughs) i don't think either of us like actually hit each other i just ripped her earring out (laughs) i just think like anytime i always get so concerned like anytime i wear like dangly earrings i'm like my hair is gonna get caught on it or something and it's gonna rip through yeah. Ugh. I'm really not a fighter, though. So that's it. Those are the only like fight stories I have. I was picked on when I was in elementary school. I think we've ta- talked about this before as a little bit of a teacher's pet. And this girl wouldn't leave me alone. So when we were out on the playground, I took tar off the playground and put it in her hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did she pick on you anymore after that? Sure did not. Uh-huh. See? You were just defending yourself. I will always get you back. Yeah. I will. I am petty. I will find a way to get revenge somehow. It may take some time. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'll get you back. In your own way, in your own time. Sometimes that's even worse instead of just fighting somebody, right? You find a way to get them back. It's way better. Yeah. 
I was outside of a gas station in New Orleans and a guy threw up on my feet. Why was I wearing flip-flops? I shoved him. He then starts to swing at me while still throwing up, so I'm dodging punches and vomit until he falls to the ground. Especially if you don't know the person and they're vomiting. That's disgusting. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't do well with vomit. I don't either. Even if it's like my kids, I don't do well with vomit. I'm like holding my nose trying to clean it up. Mm-hmm. I don't, it just, it smells so bad. Yes. I'd rather clean up poop than vomit for sure. <laughs> well, one of my exes and I went to this Halloween party and he was an all out asshole. Just ridiculous. He was trying to f- pick a fight with my friend's dad because he was talking to me like total jealous dick, right? He got so drunk. I get him into my brand new car and he puked <gasps> no. all over the inside it was Halloween, so it was cold. I left the windows open on the whole ride home, and he was like shivering. I'm like, it's your fault. That's why. Like, and I'm like, in a car, it, that Ugh. shit will get in every crevasse of the car that you it can was think of. All like in the inside of the window, too. It was Ugh. in the door. It was awful. In the seat belt, probably, too. Awful. There, like, there's no way you can ever completely clean something like that no. out of a car, even if you get it professionally detailed. Oh, yeah. He paid for that to happen. But you could, like, when it got really hot in summer, you could smell it. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. When it got muggy, that pukey smell will come out. Yes. See, remember when I was in a car that one time, that's why I puked in my purse. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. Yeah. See how polite I was? You were super ladylike. Yeah. And I tried to pretend like I wasn't puking, but I was. (laughs) When you're puking, everybody Everybody knows. knows. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm fine. It's not me over here puking in my purse. It's fine. In middle school, a preppy girl called my sister fat, so I picked up a tennis racket and slammed it across her back. Good. (laughs) She was too stunned to fight back, though, because people thought I was such a wimp, I guess, that it wouldn't hurt that bad, and I was ready to swing again. (laughs) The PE teacher was there, so it got de-escalated pretty quickly. Then in third grade, a friend of a boy asked me out on his behalf. I thought it was a way to tease me, so I walked up to him and just punched him right in the face. (laughs) He didn't fight back, and I ended up in the principal's office. I was told I did a great job standing up for myself. For sure. You got to do that sometimes. So maybe he was just teasing her. At the ball pit in Chuck E. Cheese when I was seven, I kept throwing balls at a kid picking on the other kids, which I like. Defend the ones who can't defend themselves, right? Mm -hmm. He told me to knock it off or else he would punch me. I threw another, and he punched me square in the nose. Joke's on him. I stole his tokens when he tried to apologize. All those ball pits, man. So gross. So gross. Do they even have ball pits anymore nowadays with how I I, highly doubt it? I don't think I've seen one anywhere. I mean, I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese or whatever in eons. Now, when you go to a Chuck E. Cheese, they make you get these stamps on your hand that correlates with your kid. So they know you're taking the correct kid out. I mean, that's really smart. It is, but that is creepy. Yeah. I mean, that's the day and age we live in, you know. Once in middle school, we were playing freeze tag, and I really hated this girl who just happened to be very slow, and I was very fast. So whenever I was it, I would freeze her as much as possible, and we had a rule that you couldn't talk when you were frozen. (laughs) 
She was a notorious big mouth and the reasons we we created the no talking rule. She got fed up with it and scratched my arm with her very long and strong nails, leaving three red marks, the kind that if you put a cloth in them, they would get a bit bloody. I love the the detail there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they weren't actively dripping blood. So I hit her. (laughs) The meaty part of my palm struck her hairline and she dropped like a sack of bricks. The best part that I wasn't bleeding, she had no marks, no one really saw what happened, and I was a teacher's pet, so I didn't get in trouble. This might be me. (laughs) I might have written this story in. That was Mel's story. Yep. I was teacher's pet. A guy whose ex I slept with went to get chips at a gas station. He came back and started handing out the bags to people at the party. He gets to me, and instead of chips, he gives me a punch to the head. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, he slept with his ex, man. I mean, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Just punches him right in the head. No chips for you. You don't get any fucking chips. (laughs) I'd be upset about not getting the chips. You got punched in the head and you get no chips. Man, I always want the chips. Me too. I need all the snacks. Mm -hmm. Okay, I wanted to add this listener story in here too. The second part of it also is a fight story. She says, this is from Samantha. She says, hi, I was so excited to listen to the episode on today totally made my Monday. Melinda's story about getting followed was so scary. I'm glad it turned out okay. People can be so creepy. I live in the city and sometimes walk alone at night, so I carry pepper spray. But even so, I'm always hyper aware of what's going on around me. One night, I was walking over a bridge alongside this small highway, like two lanes in either direction, and there were literally no cars or people around. Then I saw lights coming up in the far lane, and the driver suddenly slowed down and pulled into the lane alongside where I was walking and just stopped and put his hazards on. I was standing like right by where his back bumper was. I waited to see if he was going to get out of the car or something, but he didn't. And I had this horrible feeling. So I turned around and booked it back down the bridge. Thankfully, he had no way to turn around, but it was still scary. I think she did the right thing. Why wait and see what's going to happen, right? No, like get out of that situation Mm -hmm. right away. Oh, that is so scary. And I just had, I feel like I told you, but I was at Walgreens. And I was checking out at the counter and this guy was standing so close to me. And I was like, what the hell? And he was wearing this like slipknot shirt and he had this mask on. It looked like it made it look like his mouth was bleeding. It was actually kind of like a cool looking mask, but he was standing so close to me. So I finished checking out. I'm walking out the door and I heard him say to the the cashier, he was like, oh, I forgot my wallet in the car but something was like his voice didn't sound right i thought maybe he was drunk Mm -hmm. or so i'm walking out to my car and he is literally like two steps behind me i'm like well i'm not gonna walk to my car or near him and so i just i kind of turned around to see how close he was to me i was like i'm gonna catch him off guard because i was like what this guy's gonna like kidnap me or something and i was like oh hey i like your mask and he started talking to me and here he was deaf and i felt so bad because my receptors were just way off on what was really happening but i was scared i was really scared like what is this guy gonna do so i just try to turn around and like confront him and he's like you know, I'm deaf. However you said it, I'm like, oh my God, I felt like such an idiot. Not that somebody who's hearing impaired can't be 
you know, a predator as well, too. But. I just I just mean, like, I think that's why, like, I was so scared is because how he sounded, like, when he was talking yeah. at the cash oh, register. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and I was like, oh, this connection. guy's drunk. He's going to kidnap me or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and he was actually just hearing impaired. Yeah. Oh. I felt so bad. And he yeah. was so nice because I was like, oh, I like your mask. And he was like, thank you. You know, he was so sweet, too. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess sometimes my instincts are, are not well, right. Well, it does make me uncomfortable when people stand super close to me. but And he was walking super close to me out in the parking lot too uh anyway so samantha then says oh but on the topic of fights my sister and i are currently fighting because i invited her to go to a concert with me and she's refusing to commit because she might have work or might have plans the concert is next year literally more than 365 days away and this bitch is here telling me she might have to work a year away am i the crazy one for trying to make plans that far in advance or is she for refusing to commit to a few hours on one night more than a year from now no she is i even offered to fly to her hometown so we could see the show there um it sounds like she doesn't want to hang out with you yeah a year you have plans a year from now yeah something else is going on there yeah unless she has like a planned trip to the bahamas or somewhere a year from now no yeah something's off something's way off all right so next week is back to our true crime episode but the week after that we're going to be having a new topic Mm -hmm. and it's going to be unbelievable but true stories so something that you can't believe actually happened or is true or I mean, really, honestly, you can send us in any story. We love it. We lo- we love to share them. And mm-hmm. if it's not on topic, then we'll just save it for Mixed Bag of Nuts because I feel like one of those is coming soon yeah. as well, too, yeah. for sure. So if you have any other topics, too, that you think we should cover or any stories that you wanted to send in on any previous topics, please send them in. BlondeMomentsPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide mm-hmm. in our DMs. I like it. Ooh, and if you have any stories about waking up with an accent. Yeah. Or know any great ones. Or if you're in the documentary Tickled. We want to hear all about it. (laughs) Or if you're one of the men in the Lemon Party commercial. (laughs) That surprisingly has a nice dick for a 70-year-old. Oh, my God. I just can't get over that. Or if you're the mascot in the Lemon Party video. Yeah. Write us in. We want to hear about it. I'm just, I've never seen a seven-year-old man's dick before, so I don't know what I was expecting an old dick to look like, but that wasn't, I'm still shocked by how nice his dick was for a 70-year-old. This gives me so much hope for my future. I think that's what's so exciting to me. And today's blonde joke is... I got to hose her down here, You're I like, think. please stop talking about the seven-year-old dick. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe that's why Anna Nicole Smith married that old guy. Uh, Howard, J. Howard? Yeah, something Stern? I cannot. Me and my sister were literally talking about her yesterday, so that is bizarre that you brought her up. I'm just saying, maybe he still had it going on down yeah, there. Maybe. With his liver spots. He had a lot of livers. He was one of those old men who had serious liver spots. Yes, he did. Absolutely. And that's an awful word. I think Marshall. Wasn't it Howard Marshall? Is that right? J. Howard Marshall. Something that like that. That sounds right. Yeah. Because Howard Stern was like one of her attorneys or something. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. All right. I'll stop talking about seven-year-old dick. <laughs> no, you won't. Even when we're done recording, you're going to bring it up again. This is what I'm my day gonna is going to look like. You- <laughs> I'm just going to 
start sending you pictures of seven-year-old dick. <laughs> nah, I'm all good. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll I'll end with our blonde joke. <laughs> Why did the blonde bring a ladder to the bar? Don't know. Someone told her drinks were on the house. Oh Lord <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> That one's so dumb, it's actually good.